great to have you joining us on the run home with Kirsten Beeb. All thanks to MG Motor NZ. Performance retold with MG for Electric. Sometimes you get stuck in this rugby bubble beef, but the news that's definitely made it its way over here and people are keeping one eye on the Cricket World Cup in India. My God, we're off to a cracking start. Coming home, Kirst. I've either got audio problems or Beaver's done no. the genius thing of leaving his mic off again. Yeah, I've done that before, haven't I? Uh, not for the first time, but no, it's coming home. Uh, the once or 50, twice. The, the 50-over Holy Grail Cricket World Cup is coming home. It's our year. We have no weaknesses in the squad, Kirst. And, well, that opener against England. Oh, I, I, because I was awake from 1 o'clock in the morning um, due to my body clock, I actually watched the entire... Entire run chase. Oh, sorry, no, the, uh, the entire game, really. And, my word, so impressive. Oh, yeah, but you would have got up for it anyway, Beef. You love cricket uh, at its of absolute course. finest, and so does this man. Grant Elliott is back on the show. Grant, welcome in. Thank you so much for your time. Let's just bask in, in this beautiful start. Netherlands, tick. England, bigger tick. How are you feeling right now? Oh, g'day, guys. I think yeah, you're in separate uh, area codes, aren't you? Be even cursed, but um, yeah, I'm I'm in the wonderful Wellington. The sun is shining, and the sun is shining on the Black Caps as well. What a great start to the competition! Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone picked that one against England. Um, I certainly didn't. Uh, that was tougher to pick than a broken nose. That one and uh, Rachin Ravindra. I mean. What a player. Um, the two Wellington boys doing it for New Zealand, but I think that was a really special innings uh, from Rachin Ravindra announcing himself onto the international stage and then backing it up with 50 against the Netherlands uh, just the other night. So we're, we're looking pretty good, two from two. We had uh, the opening game, England, that was a big one because after that, uh, we've got the Minnows. So we're looking to play, obviously, the Netherlands, Uh, Then we go to Bangladesh and Afghanistan. So hopefully we'll be four from four leading into uh, the bigger fish, which is India, Australia, South Africa, Pakistan, and then finally uh, Sri Lanka. So uh, four from four is a great result because I think everyone's talking about you just need to win six. If you win six games, you should go through. Jeez, that's exciting, Grant. Now, you, you're correct. We are in different area codes. Um, I'm coming to you live from uh, the humble Waiuku, and Kirst is coming to you live from Mayorka. Um, she's just walked out of uh, a, a bar there, um, sipping a few sangarias. Uh, now, you, you mentioned your Wellington mates. Uh, did you see, did you think Russian Ravindra could have this sort of impact? I mean, it's it wasn't any mugs that he blew away there. And, you know... I watched that and just thought, he is just so dominant. And, he, and, he, and they were getting a boundary and over. And it was almost like, okay, let's put this board of a boundary. It was such a performance. Yeah, I don't want to say to people, I told you so, but I did actually say, <laughs> Ratchet sort of three or, four, three or four years ago, I thought that he was the best talent we had in New Zealand. Um, you know, behind guys like Kane, already the incumbents. Uh, he's got the ability to play off the front and back foot, but... The way that he took uh, Mark Wood uh, apart in his first over, took him for 17, you know, that really did change the face of the game. Like when, when Wood came on, I mean, he's been terrorising uh, batting lineups around the world. And when he came on, I thought, oh, this is a turning point in the game, a defining moment for us. 
Ruchin just played proper cricket shots, and I think that that's what you saw. Um, one of the, the Indian commentators, whether it was Sunil Gavaskar or Ravi Shastri, they I likened him to a young Ubrose Singh. And, um, yeah, he's just, he plays proper cricket shots, and I love that when you get a player that can um, accelerate and get an amazing strike rate through proper cricket shots, you know that they've got a fair amount of talent. But I, I saw him, and I mentioned this on our Saturday season show, is that when I first came to Wellington 18 years ago, I saw Ratchin, and he would have been five or six, and he was in the nets with his dad, and he, was, he wasn't even a meter, meter tall. His dad was throwing him cricket balls, and he was pulling and cutting and driving. And, yeah, I, I looked at him, and I was like, Jesus, this, this is full on. This kid, he might actually go on and be something special. It was like a Tiger Woods, uh, Venus Williams type scenario, you know, the dad going in the net and going real hard. Um, but, you know, where he is now, he can, I mean, Beef, you know what it's like. As soon as you get that one performance, suddenly your confidence just rises a little bit and um, you sort of unleash the shackles a bit and you don't have to worry about your place in the team. You don't have to worry about the confidence factor of whether or not you think you can do it. You know you can do it, and you can look back at that innings and uh, drive confidence from it. You are a mastermind, uh, Grant Elliott, and we love hearing you told you so because, as you said, you picked it and you've seen it from uh, a long way back. Now, you've taken us there. Kane Williamson, when are they going to unleash him, do you reckon? Oh... Yeah, it's a big question. I mean, you know, the thing is, is where do you unleash him? Kane can open, Rutchen can open. Um, mm. You know, you're not, not going to drop Conway. It's like, do you keep status quo? Um, I think that it probably looks like if they were to play Kane, maybe you play him halfway through the Minos here. So maybe you play him in the next one and then give him two games ready, potentially, so that that could be, um, you know, in their thinking. But when the team's going so well, maybe... You just don't change it. I, I, I don't know. It depends how, how his injury is. It's obviously he's still quite tender and maybe he didn't scrub up as well as he thought he, he would have from the warm-up game. So um, it's purely up to medical staff. But if it was up to me, I'd probably unleash him, like if he's ready, unleash him tomorrow because you want consistency in the team or you know, in the next game. Now, Grant, I'm, I'm still trying to work out how I get my boy to the age of five to be cutting and pulling in the nets. Um, that's, that's what <laughs> I've just been trying to work out the last couple of minutes because he's got a long way to go at the moment and temperament's also something we're going to work on. But when you look at this tournament, it's a five, it's still another five or so weeks and I know it's far too early to put lines through people or give some teams the big ticks, but what's, what's surprised you uh, so far? I mean... South Africa look half decent, um, and then the Australians got thumped by India, but India's going to thump a few teams in this World Cup, aren't they? Yeah, the South Africans, like just prior to this tournament, they always got that massive score um, of 468 against the Aussies. And, um, you know, Klaas was just taking them to cleaners, but now they've got De Kock back in the team. So with him back in, their batting is actually looking pretty good, pretty solid. Uh, 428 against Sri Lanka, obviously massive score. So, um, you know, they look like a real dark horse. I think that the best thing about for South Africa for this competition is that they're under the radar. So they're not in the, the face of the press being the favourites or, you know, the ones to beat. They're actually real underdogs. So for the first time, they're going to a competition as underdogs. So they can fly under the radar maybe a touch. 
Obviously, Aussie losing to India. India just looked amazing. India were three for two at one stage and still managed to beat them by four wickets. So, um, yeah, I think it's India's tournament to lose in a way, uh, just because they're so amazing in their own conditions. Um, but those those top sort of three, four sides, I thought India, Australia, England, but obviously after England's loss, uh, who knows how they're going to bounce back. I think New Zealand's looking pretty good for that, that third spot almost. And, and I guess the other thing, which is uh, probably more of interest and in, in how I maybe jump on your coattails on this one, but it looks like uh, the Olympics in LA will have cricket. Surely you're already lobbying your next commentary gig, and, and do you need me to come with you? I will only be doing the commentary gig if I can get into that Olympic village. I think that that's exactly where the commentators <laughs> should stay. Um, and at the... You know, there's a funny story about the Olympic Village. When I was in um, quarantine, one of the shift emissions was there uh, from back in the day. And he said, you know, in the, uh, the olden days with the Olympics, they used to split the women and men's camps. Um, and they used to put a fence in between. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he said, and the fence was actually the, uh, the pole vaulting world record. So <laughs> no, one, no one could obviously get over it unless you were... A pole vaulter, Sergei Bubka, maybe back in the day could have hit it, um, but there, I think it's changed. Times have changed in that Olympic <laughs> village. Um, you know, you can have as many Nuggets and Heinekens as you want. I think now. <laughs> Grant, speaking of commentators, I've been hanging out with one of the finest uh, daily over here in France, a great Wellingtonian who's often uh, on your show on the weekends, who said to me yesterday, if you've got Grant Elliott coming on, mention Hugh Bladen, and you've got to get an impersonation out of him. What have you got? Matt Field makes the ball available <laughs> at wide to Dupier. Dupier, De Villiers, De Villiers to Habana, Habana, Habana for the try. <laughs> uh, that was I'm I'm superb. <laughs> I was worried you were going to go the balls there completely, and then you went just the box. So that, that made me rest a little bit easier there. But that is that is as close as you're going to get, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who told you that, but uh, um, Snake McCarty made me do it in front of Hugh Blade, and it was the first thing he did when we had him on Zoom call. <laughs> so that was interesting. <laughs> oh, that is absolutely brilliant. You're a class act. You're an absolute gem, Grant. Thank you so much for your time on the show. We love having you on. Thanks, guys. Love the show. Thanks a lot.